Hello everyone, and I want to welcome you back to the 27th episode of the Race Rat Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about what is the wealth gap? Why is there a wealth gap? And what can we do to change it? And the answer is probably going to be surprising. It's probably going to upset some people, but it is the truth. It is the reality. And it really is, if something that you can master it, it's and understand, it's something that can really lead you down that path of financial freedom and leading you to escape the rat race. And for me, I'm going to be making a little bit of an announcement. A while back, I traded cryptocurrency and I did really well with it for a while. But as soon as I got greedy, I lost all my money. I've processed everything, gone through my thinking. It's something I still really love. And it really clicked after that video when I said, right place, wrong time. I thought about it and I feel this is I've matured enough emotionally to re-enter that market. So I'm actually going to be creating a new series where I show you that I'm going to be starting with something like 200 bucks and I'm going to be trading my way up to like $10,000 and on my way to escaping the rat race for myself. So I'm going to be documenting that journey. So it should be really exciting, really fun and really interesting. Don't worry, I'm still going to be making videos like this, but I thought that would also be a really fun thing to do as well. So if you're new to the channel, welcome. If you can't tell by the name of the channel, the rat or the oh my gosh, the race rat podcast. Essentially, what we do is um, we're going to be talking about ways that you can achieve financial freedom and escaping the rat race in your life. So if that's something that's interesting, don't forget to subscribe and hit the bell to get all the latest notifications. Hit the like button down below, and then let me know down in the comments if you have any questions or any comments about this video. So getting right into it. What is the wealth gap? And essentially what that is, is it's the difference between the 1%, I'm particularly talking about the United States, the difference in income and earning potential between the 1% and the 99% of people in the United States. And the reality is that the 1% of people in the United States really, really have so much more like money than 99% of other people. And why there's just continuing gap between the 1% and how much they make and how much they can afford to buy and do things in their life and the distance between and limitations that are being set on the other 99% of people. And it's really, you know, it's not necessarily a good thing. The 1% are doing really well. The rich keep getting richer. And then the people who are poor keep getting poorer. And there's just becoming this increasing gap between those people. And the reality is there are there's two reasons as to why there's a wealth gap, why it is going on, and how people can use this knowledge to leverage it into creating something and becoming part of that 1% itself, or at least finding financial freedom, escaping the rat race, whatever the goal may be for you. And the reason that the rich keep getting richer and the poor keep getting poorer is because they their use of debt and their use of taxes. And the reality is that people who are rich use debt to their advantage. We're sort of grown up, taught in school um, that we need to go into debt for school to go back into the workplace to pay off our debt. And it's really sort of a vicious cycle. It depends how how you go along with it. Um, If you're able to go to college and pay like $20,000 for a degree and then get a job that, um, you know, pays you $10,000 more than if you didn't have a high school diploma, well, obviously you're going to pay that off in two years and that's a good investment. But for a lot of people too, uh, some people aren't just smart about their debt and they take on like $200,000 in loans uh, for a private school university and then they spend the next 10 to 15 years of their life uh, living very 
um, very cautiously because they have to pay off uh, their debt from school. And debt from school is bad debt. We're always taught that bet that that bet that debt is bad, but the reality is the only bad debt is um, educational debt because uh, student loans are not something you can claim bankruptcy on. They're something that are always going to stay with you and they'll follow you to the grave. And if you die and you still have student loans, then your family is going to have to take them on as well. And it's not something you can uh, really get out of even if you're dead broke. Um, but there is good debt and good debt is where you borrow money to create more money. So uh, a business might take a loan uh, from a capital company for $5 million because they want to reinvest it into something that's going to make them $10 million uh, over the course of five years. So if they borrow $5 million, uh, they will not only be able to pay that off, but it's actually going to generate $5 million for them as well. So there is a difference between good debt and bad debt. But the main thing, really, really the main thing and the most commonly applicable thing into um, understanding the wealth gap is going to be taxes. And it is just mind-boggling to me to see how many phony politicians out there talk about taxing the rich. We must tax the rich. The rich have to pay more taxes. And everybody acts like taxes are just part of life. Taxes just, you know, everybody pays taxes. Everybody does this. And it's amazing to think that so many people are buying into this fallacy that rich people pay taxes. To be in the 1% in America, you have to make $420,000 as a family in income or higher to be in that 1% profile. Um, so yeah, if you're a surgeon, you're probably going to be in the 1%, right? But if if you are someone who is like a, a self-employed surgeon and you make a million dollars a year, well, because you're self-employed, you're going to have to pay business tax. And because um, you are earning an income you're going to have to pay another 40% tax on it if you're not, as an employee, um, if you're not reinvesting it. So self-employed people are the most taxed people in, in this economy. Um, and it's because they don't really use their leverage, their knowledge of tax code. Like, I, if, so, if so many people took the time to understand tax code, they would be so much better off. And their money situation would probably be a lot better as well. And you just, it's because people who are poor, people who, not not like poor, but people who are not in the 1%, people who don't necessarily um, leverage tax code and leverage debt, um, essentially they trade their time for money. They go to a job, they work for a company, and, you know, they earn an income and they pay taxes on the income. And then they get to take home whatever is left from the taxes. And the people who are really, really wealthy, the people, you know, I'm talking about um, Steve Jobs, Ray Kroc, um, all those guys who were like incredibly wealthy, um, they didn't pay taxes because they understood that um, the power of real estate when it comes to investing in taxes, because essentially the U.S. economy, we want to provide for as many people as possible. So the government and tax code provides breaks to people that provide and fulfill a need in society. So if you invest in real estate and you provide housing for the society, then the U.S. government is going to give you a tax break. And what so many people fail to do is that any money they make, any money they take home, right, instead of paying it to taxes, instead of paying it to the government, what they'll do is they'll reinvest it in real estate. And what that'll do is that'll not only generate um, equity for them, 
it'll generate cash flow, especially if they rent it out, uh, like rental properties to other people, and it, it counts as a tax write-off. So instead of, you know, if you make $100,000 a year and you pay $35,000, $40,000 a year in taxes and you take home 60, instead of having to pay that $35,000, $40,000 and it vanishes into thin air, they put it into a down payment on a house that they're going to rent out for 2500 that might their mortgage might be $2200 a month and they're going to rent it out for $2500 a month. So not only is that $35,000 $40,000 going to be put into something um, of them that's going to gain them equity, get get them a line of credit, establish their net worth um, and really grow grow that um, they're also going to be generating $300 a month in cash flow every single month until that mortgage is paid off. So over the course of 30 years, you're looking at somewhere around $3,600 a year for 30 years. Um, I'm trying to do the math in my head right now. Um, so I think that would be like, let me, let me do the math. 3,600 times 30. So they're generating $108,000 in cash flow for over the course of 30 years. Um, but then also at the end of it, you know, if they decide they want to keep renting it out, then they're going to be generating $2,500 a month in cash flow after that every year. So that's $30,000 more in cash flow every single year, or they have the option to sell off the house. So instead of paying taxes, they're using it to increase their income. They're letting their money work for themselves. And that's why there's such a separation of wealth because you have these people who are making a ton of money, not having to give any of it up, able to purchase or to get better lines of equity from the bank to generate more money for them, invest in more rental properties or whatever it might be. And then you have people that are just increasing their income because they don't have to pay taxes. You're having, you have people that are generating $108,000 in cash flow over the course of 30 years, and then you also have the ability to generate $30,000 in cash flow just, just by doing nothing just because you own that property, because you paid off the mortgage, and being able to just use that money and have it flow into your pocket, and as it flows in your pocket, there's more cash flow, you have more money to invest in more things, and it's literally exponential growth. Because you have these people that are using debt and banks saying, here, we'll give you money because you have a bunch of money. We want you to use our money so that we can make money ourselves as a bank, but so that you can use it to reinvest in your properties, reinvest it in your business, things that will make you more money. So you're getting better lines of equity from the bank. You're generating cash flow for yourself. And you're really uh, just well on your way to literally sleeping your way into financial freedom as long as you continue to reinvest it. Where so many people spend that 30, 40 years getting robbed 40% of their paycheck every single month for the rest of their life um, because that's just the way it is. So can you imagine like for all those people out there who work, like can you imagine like getting 40% of your paycheck back and having that 40% generate $108,000 in 30 years and $30,000 beyond. I mean, it's incredible. And that's why there's such a separation of wealth is because simply people don't understand that concept. People think taxes are just the way it are, just the way it is. People think they can get tax break from donating to charities, nonprofits, um, goodwill. And yes, you can do all those things. And of course, all those things are encouraged. But essentially, that, that money is not going to make you more money. So the people that are really, really rich are the people that understand that concept. The people that understand that instead of paying taxes, they can leverage it into something that is going to make them more money.
they're going to leverage it into real estate because the government provides tax breaks to people who provide uh, housing to people simply because housing is a need in the U.S. economy. So by fulfilling a need, you're going to get a benefit of it because what's the point of fulfilling a need if you're not going to get anything in return for it? Simple principles of economics. So that's really why there's a wealth gap. It's because the really, really rich, the people that really are financially educated because we're not taught it in school, we're not taught, you know, I guess balancing a checkbook is irrelevant now, but we're not taught how to pay taxes. We're not taught how to manage money. We're taught what the teachers, you know, we're taught like what our parents know. We're taught uh, what they were taught when they were kids. And it's simply like, it's like a vicious cycle. So, you know, you have people like, like um, Donald Trump, right? He was really, really in debt. He's still very, very wealthy. Um, but you have him teaching his kids the secret, and his kids are becoming very wealthy, and his family members, and they're becoming, you know, an elite part of, uh, you know, capitalism. Um, but then you have also other people who, uh, whose fathers, you know, worked laborers' jobs, you know, as a carpenter, as a plumber, whatever it might be, and instead of reinvesting their money. Um, you know, they were taught they have to work 40 years, 50 years, um, be able to retire with a pension or something. And then that's when they get to really use their time how they want it. And that's really not the case. So it's really important if you're somebody out there, uh, if you're a teenager, chances are you probably can't afford to buy a house at this moment. Um, so it's really important that you try to build as many streams of income as you possibly can, generate as much cash flow as possible because cash flow really is king and then uh, once you do are able to earn enough income um, then it's really important instead of paying your taxes reinvest it in real estate and be able to grow your wealth increase more cash flow and be able to escape the rat race and you know have financial freedom and that's exactly what I'm trying to do and that's exactly what my plan is I'm trying now I'm just trying to generate as many streams of income as I possibly can create more cash flow for myself, and then obviously reinvest all that into real estate generating even more cash flow for myself. And in the earlier the earlier I can get started with that, the better off I will be in the wrong, long run. So I hope this video was interesting for you, full of knowledge. Um, it's probably not something a lot of people like to hear, knowing that um, these wealthy people get, get to keep getting wealthier while you have to go to a job and work and have 40% of your paycheck, paycheck stolen from you. Uh, that's probably not something a lot of people want to hear, but it is the truth. That is reality, and that is how, why, how, and why there's a wealth gap in America. But the thing is, you're not a victim to it. You're not something that it's totally out of your hands. You have this knowledge now. Learn to utilize it. Learn to escape the rat race. Achieve financial freedom for yourself, because it's something that every single person can leverage um, in their life. So uh, I hope you enjoyed the video. If you did, don't forget to give it a like and a thumbs up or a thumbs up, it's the same thing. Uh, subscribe to see more uh, videos like this where we talk about how you can escape the rat race and achieve financial freedom. Um, let me know down in the comments below if you're excited about the cryptocurrency thing. And then if you wanna support the channel, there's a join button down below where you can check out all the exclusive membership options and be able to support me and what I do. So thank you all so much for watching and I'll see you in the next video.